On today's Hashi, I'll be discussing some breaking news for real estate agents that just was released this morning. Also, a jobs report also released today, how that'll impact housing and answering your questions live. Today is Friday, a free format Friday. Here on October 6, 2023, I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Free format Friday here. I love this day because I get to take your live calls, 203-548-0417. The phone lines will be open for the entire hot sheet. We've got some new wrinkles for free format Friday, but not today. Been working on them the last week, but they're not ready just yet today because we have a whole bunch of breaking news that we're going to go through. But I do have a couple questions from you that I'll answer here from throughout the week. And you can also call in at 203-548-0417. Of course, let me know in the live chat if you're here with me live which market you're tuning in from today. I'm out of my Connecticut studio and back in my Naples studio and glad to be here. All right. Uh, before let's, let's get into the breaking news here on the day for real estate agents. Then I have a, an Airbnb article that was brought to my attention. I definitely want to touch on as well as an explosive jobs report and the impact that that's going to have on the housing market and the economy moving forward. So a lot to cover, but we can take any other angle that you'd like at 203-548-0417, of course, as the phone lines are open. All right. So uh, big news and housing wire had it first is that the proposed anywhere settlement, anywhere formerly Realogy, you know, which would own uh, companies like Coldwell Banker and Corcoran and Sotheby's International Realty. They control those brands, of course. Uh, some information on the settlement has been released. Okay. These practice changes that anywhere, remember anywhere when we're talking about these class action lawsuits, the two, the two big ones uh, that are looming over the industry and have been since 2019, the same, uh, you know, class action lawsuits that NAR national association of realtors have some news on them today that they're named in. Uh, they were the first one to go out and settle at $83.5 million, an $83.5 million settlement with the two bombshell buyer commission lawsuits uh, that have been, again, public since 2019, okay? So um, this is this is not something that um, everybody has settled on. Obviously, it's just them, and now REMAX, NAR still hasn't settled. So this is not something that everybody maybe is going to agree to, but typically when the first one does, it kind of is a leading indicator that this is where things are heading. So the practice changes are going to include that anywhere will prohibit company-owned brokerages and their affiliated agents from claiming buyer agents that claiming that buyer agent services are free. This is something that really bad agents have historically fallen into the trap of. They're trying to get a buyer and they're just like they're chasing, you know, work with me, work with me, and they go to the lowest you know, way of entry. Well, my services are free. Like just throwing themselves at the person. Um, you know, it's like 2 a.m. at the bar and, it, and it's just like, you're just trying anything to get somebody to hang out with you between the hours of 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Like come with me. I've got, I got more booze in my house. I've got, uh, you know, beautiful. I could cook up steaks on the grill. Just, just throwing any reason why uh, the person should come home with you. And that's what agents have done. Some, some really 
agents that don't understand the value proposition or even understand how the thing whole thing works. This is why so many have said the industry is under trained. So uh, they will prohibit. This is something that agents here. I mean, obviously, nobody here, I wouldn't imagine, has ever done this. Prohibit company-owned brokers and their affiliate agents from claiming buyer agent services are free. Uh, that's a pathetic way to pitch yourself. So that's an obvious. Anywhere will now also require company-owned brokers and their affiliated agents to include the listing broker's offer compensation for prospective buyer agents as soon as possible in each active listing, consistent with the MLS rules and our capabilities of third-party websites. Nothing major there. Not really a big concession from anywhere. Okay, we're going to offer that we're offering a buyer agent commission that coincides with MLS rules. Wow. Big, big, uh, big change there. Anywhere will prohibit company owned brokerages and their affiliated agents from using any technology or uh, methods to sort listings by offer of compensation less requested by the client. Okay. Clients never going to request that. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, don't really think that that's a like huge issue. Okay. So, okay. So you offered that up Uh way to go. Um, not, not a big issue. Remember these two big commission lawsuits were money grabs for the attorneys pushing them. Who got screwed? The sellers that thought they were actually making uh, a significant change. Okay. Now there's going to be some rules in place that are, are going to stop the bottom tier of agents from, from doing stupid things. But the agents that do 80% of the business weren't really doing this crap anyways, okay? Uh, further, Anywhere has agreed to advise and remind company-owned brokerages, franchises, and affiliated agents that the company has no rule requiring offers of compensation. Okay, so that's going to be the big change, and we've got some NAR news on that as well today, uh, which, which may just shock you. Anywhere will also not require company-owned brokerages. This is the big one franchisees or affiliate agents to belong to NAR. So this is the biggest concession I think that anywhere has now made because they've been in bed with any with NAR for, you know, many many years as as most brokerages have. Anywhere will not require company owned brokerages, franchisees, affiliate agents to belong to the National Association of Realtors or to follow the NAR code of ethics or MLS handbook. Wow. Finally. And I can't wait till this is throughout the industry. Because that code of ethics was made up by a couple of schmohawks sitting in Chicago who, who probably never did a deal, okay, who probably don't uh, actually understand anything. And the code of ethics has been used many times for the good old boys network in a lot of local clubs, the good old boys and girls, little agent cliques that have been in there 35, 40 years to blackball out other agents. They've used this code of ethics in many markets across the, the country uh, to actually impact agents' growth in their local markets. The code of ethics is, is rather silly, and, it, and it's very political, and it's very much like, okay, there's going to be five agents that, that are going to hear, you know, the, you know if there, there's some type of a hearing, you know, an ethic uh, hearing, there's going to be five agents. It does often come down to who knows who, who likes who, what type of influence that board leader has on the situation. Um, it's really, it's really not a, uh, you know, a sophisticated system for, you know, punishing and, or, or holding rather agents accountable anywhere require company owned brokers and their agents to clearly disclose 
to clients that commissions are not set by law and are fully negotiable. They will eliminate minimum client commission requirements that company-owned brokerages may have. That's something that you see a lot of uh, brokerages today do say, hey, uh, you know, we're not going to uh, do a commission uh, listing less than this. So that's all going to change. Okay. So those are uh, the proposed anywhere changes in the settlement. N nothing here to me reduces great agents' ability to earn, to serve, uh, to be a professional. In fact, I think it sets up the great professionals to probably serve more people and earn even more and higher fees. I don't think that this is a sudden change, a, a big issue at all. Inman, though, today uh, broke a story about NAR, National Association of Realtors, and this is a sudden change from them. This is a sudden move from NAR. Uh, they say that listing brokers can now offer 0%. We've already seen MLSs say this, okay? Uh, the attorney for the Sitzer Burnett home seller plaintiffs calls the change a sudden admission of guilt. This is on the eve of the class action trial, which is set to start October 16th. Now, anywhere obviously is settled out of this. And... Remax has settled out of this, and we'll see if before the 16th, you know, some of the other brokerages named uh, end up settling, you know, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, for example, um, if they end up settling out of this before the 16th, NAR says that they are pushing through. But NAR, so Redfin announces this week that they're leaving, and one of the two reasons, sexual harassment, the other, NAR doesn't seem to care about that one to, to fix that problem. The other reason that they said that they were leaving Redfin was that NAR uh, still requires that uh, listing brokers have to offer more than 0%. That's why you had a lot of MLSs that had $1 in there. Um, now that rule's been changed, changing in a lot of MLSs where you can go down to $0 as an offering. You're allowed to put that in if the seller wants you to do that, which you should be. Seller should drive the bus here. Seller doesn't want to offer anything. They should have that right to be able to do that, whether that's a good business decision or not for the sale of their home, they should have the right. Um, and you're seeing that change. Now NAR, which has said they have not supported that change, is all of a sudden doing it a week before. I mean, to me, I, I'm jumping I'm jumping on board with that attorney that Sitzer Burnett. I'm certainly making that claim um, that Sitzer Burnett, uh, you know, home seller plaintiff saying, oh, this is a sudden admission of guilt. Yeah, I mean, that's a brilliant quote by that attorney. Of course, of course you should say that, you know, I mean, like, why are they changing a week? They've never changed. They've always been steadfast on this now a week before the trial. And just three days after Redfin says that they're leaving you, NAR makes these reactionary moves. Um, you know, what's been the timeline? What's the process that got you here to make this decision? I mean, why is it three days after Redfin or four days after, you know, Redfin, what left Monday? So four days after Redfin, announces that they're leaving that all of a sudden you're going to change a rule that you've had in place. Not saying that the rule was right. I'm just saying now all of a sudden, what do you want Redfin back that bad in the 13 million that they've paid you since 2017, the 13 million is a drop in the hat for NAR. I mean, he, here's what I think. Um, and we have a question about NAR. So why don't we post that question up from the week here, Bobby? Um, I think, I think we have a, uh, a question from somebody during the week here on the hot sheet. If we can post it, 
I don't want to paraphrase it. So moving to the mother load with Brad, how long before the National Association of Realtors is done and states are left to run themselves? Could this lead to massive changes? Well, you're already seeing massive changes. Some of them are inflicted here by NAR, just like this morning, making it a total reversal on, you know, the this this uh, rule that they've always had in place and just all of a sudden because redfin says that they're out like are they doing this to just save uh the redfin here's what will change so how long before nar is done it, it isn't long before they fall off of their perch of being able to dictate to most agents across the country that they have a tie-in agreement with their state this tie-in agreement's going away look at how many agents anywhere controls uh, now, all of a sudden, they they can't require those agents to be part of NAR. How many of them when the, uh, you know, $600 dues or, you know, I mean, it's 200 something that goes to NAR, but it's tied into the local. Uh, how many of them are just going to say, I'm going to save the 200 bucks this year, not go a lot. That, that's the answer. A lot. Remember, like 50% of agents don't do any deals. So you're going to see a reduction very quickly over the next year to two as more brokerages have to you know come out and actually state you're not required to be a part of NAR. They're going to have to state that. They're going to have to make that rule. Uh, so as they reduce from 1.6 million um, members to under a million, which is going to happen, I think, in the next 24 months to maybe even well under a million, their perch of being able to control the industry is going to fall very fast. Uh, you know, to answer the question, when are they done? They're still going to exist, I think, um, relatively speaking. You know, and, and I'd love to see a live golf example come in and completely uh, take kind of take over the old guard and then attract more members. We should have something that we're all every agent is a member of that supports all of the agents. Um, but you know, that, that power with real estate agents, money with realtors, money is going to go away, which means these salaries that you see, uh, here's a, an article on nowbam.com where we track all of the salaries. Uh, all of our articles like this one have no paywall, by the way, just saying Bob Goldberg, 2.5 plus million in December of 2021. He's up over 3 million now. Uh, also the uh, getting off of the salaries and going to some of the money that they spend. Here's who's, who's going to be impacted the most as NAR membership uh, shrinks. Okay. I'll show you exactly who will be impacted the most. It'll be independent contractors that they partner with some of their friends like Hava's marketing group, making $46 million a year off of dues, Lone Wolf Technologies, that 46 million that goes to Havas might be 2 million very soon in the future. So sorry, Havas, uh, as NAR loses members, you're going to be losing a significant revenue source that you have. Okay. Uh, Robert says memberships will drop dramatically. Yeah, this is, this is happening. And, um, you know, the anywhere settlement that we just went over is definitely going to be uh, something that a lot of brokerages do, which is which is going to be the biggest driver of memberships dropping. A lot of realtors uh, are, are cheap. <laughs> a lot of realtors don't do any deals. So um, there you go. Put that back up, Bobby. I wasn't done, done reading that. I want to uh, 
Yeah, the cell. Oh, there you go. All right, I got it. Um, all right, there you go. Uh, it, by the way, if you want to call in and chat about any of this, you got a question about any of this, or you want to take it a different, it's free format Friday. So anything you want to do, 203-548-0417. The phone line is open, 203-548-0417. Uh, if you want to call in on any of this uh, information. Now, uh, here's something that actually Bobby, our lead producer here at um, at BAM, sent me, and it just drove me absolutely nuts this morning because you see this kind of just popping up uh, here and there, especially on Twitter, okay? And you, you've got it from now uh, Zero Hedge, zerohedge.com, which I know a lot of financial people follow this one. Uh, but this guy, Tyler Durden, I don't know if he calls himself a journalist, but he certainly is not with this information. Something popped. Google searches for sell my Airbnb surge as travel downturn worsens. Okay. Uh, you see, you've seen this on Twitter X. You've seen this in, in different places recently where people are saying Airbnb uh, is going to be you know, a huge it's going to dump a bunch of inventory and prices are going to drop because of all the inventory. Well, let's go through what they're claiming here. Uh, we told readers in late July that Airbnb owners are about to be forced to sell their property. And one month later in late August, we wrote Airbnb bubble is popping with the, with the housing bubble followed by Airbnb bubble bursts. investor home purchase crashes, 45% biggest drops in 2008. Um, a lot of these headlines were misled. They were misled by this uh, CEO, Nick Jurley from Reventure Consulting. He's got a YouTube uh, channel called Reventure where he doesn't answer questions. He'll throw out quotes like this. I believe these losses will cause a wave of distress selling from Airbnb operators in 2023 and 2024. Well, 2023 Jurley is over. You haven't seen a wave of distress selling from Airbnb. He makes these wild claims all the time. The guy is an asshat is the best way that I can put it. He refuses to debate anybody. Logan Motoshami from Housing Wire has offered up a debate dozens of times. Lance Lambert from Fortune has offered to moderate. Of course, I would love to debate uh, the guy, and we, we could do that here on BAM. He, he doesn't get in. He doesn't even answer comments on Twitter X or on his YouTube channel. Uh, he's got a lot of fanboys because he's he's cultivated this following of basement dwelling losers that want to root against the US economy and specifically housing. And um, what, what they've done here since 2020 is say, housing is gonna crash, don't buy homes. Well, we know that homes are worth 49% more across this country since uh, pre-pandemic. So he cost a lot of people a lot of money and he cost a lot of people low interest rates, okay? Now he's saying, hey, your timing is, is gonna be soon here even though he's been saying that the crash is now for three, four years, ca costing a lot of people money. Now he's saying, hey, you can step into the market now. Uh, well, now it's the most unaffordable market of all time. Three, four years ago, it was the most affordable. You could get great deals. Uh, the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Airbnb owners who snapped up homes, and this is going back to the Zero Hedge article, in the last several years during the era of free money are facing a downturn in the short-term rental market that started in the second half of 22 with some Airbnb operations cities facing 50% revenue declines. Yeah, I think I think Airbnb uh, owners, by the way, are going to see uh, a decrease in revenues. And, and there are other sources that have uh, you know, obviously reported that because there are there are too many Airbnbs in certain communities. Absolutely. Uh, but to say that this is causing a wave of distress selling, well, it hasn't. And I think every agent across America would welcome some Airbnb home homeowners putting uh, their 
property onto the market because we are starved for inventory. This would this would be a welcome sign. This would, and they wouldn't have to distress sell an Airbnb. In fact, they probably would make money a lot of these Airbnb owners if they put their house on the market today in many locations. Certainly in the Northeast, they would. In the Northeast, where there's the lowest inventory across the country, I think in other markets as well. Okay, so uh, now you got Twitter X that you know Zero Hedge is posting these Twitter X. The great Airbnb exit has begun, idiot. Uh, what else do we got here from, from Twitter X? I mean, you just see these people just don't know what they're talking about. They're talking about one listing here, one listing there. Come to the Hashi every single Monday. We look at the inventory. We look at the active listings, new listings, uh, reported by Altos research is the lowest ever on record. The last 13 months straight, the lowest ever. So until we see new listings start to pop until we see, see actually inventory, which were year over year negative, And last year was the lowest ever recorded. So what does that tell you? We got the lowest inventory uh, ever, basically the, the lowest new listings ever, basically. So, uh, until we start to see that number come up, you can't tell me that Airbnb, which is less than 1% of homes across America, uh, is, is some big bubble that is bursting or, or some big, um, you, you know, just wave of distressed sellers. Nobody's selling these distressed, um, uh, you see more of these people that are just kind of riding this reventure talking points, hearing from multiple people that I know. Look, look at this. Look at this source here from Central Coast Realtor. Hearing from multiple people I know that Airbnbs are slowing down. We're going to see a big sell-off uh, of single-family rentals in the near future. I personally prefer a hotel at this point unless it's a big family trip. I mean, listen, I, Central Coast Realtor, I'm right there with you. I personally prefer staying in a hotel. I don't like staying in, in Airbnbs. Uh, I've done it before. I don't love it. Uh, I like the amenities. I'm right there with you. I, I think that there is a TAM that we're starting to realize across the country. I'm actually, I agree with Central Coast Realtor for the most part um, with, with, with that, that, hey, Airbnb is not going to be for everybody with people slowing down, uh, spending a little bit potentially that you'll see, um, you'll, you'll actually see less people use Airbnbs. Now, this is the biggest um, crime that... Because remember, their their article article leads headline says that the Google searches are up on Airbnb uh, selling my Airbnb. This is fraudulent from Zero Hedge. This is absolutely insane. And then they show this. They show that dotted line with, with they add their green arrow in here. So you go to uh, you know Google searches, and this is this is what they're showing as the screenshot. So it looks like holy smoke, sell my Airbnb search term is jumping off the page. Now, let me show you what's actually happening when you go on Google. They Zero Hedge, shame on you. Shame on you. This is so stupid that you would um that I don't know what what you did to that page, but it, it is uh it's silly. It's 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 really you can go on Google Trends yourself, guys. You can go on trends.google.com uh, and I'm just going to, I'll do it right here in front. We'll do it in real time. So you guys don't think I'm like setting anything up here. Airbnb, sell my Airbnb. That's the search term that they use. I don't know where, what, where they came up with that screenshot, manipulated it. Um, but look at this. Okay. So this is the past day. So one day is not really going to tell us, you know, you know, a story here. Um, let's look at just uh, the past 30 days. Okay. That's going to tell us, oh, look at that. Uh, 30 days ago looks the same as today. Okay, well, well, is this up from, you know, maybe, you know, where we were 90 days ago? Look at the last 90 days. You're seeing a little bit more spikes, I guess, in the last 60 days. All right, but but nothing crazy here. In fact, 
the biggest spike is is um is right here on august 10th you had a hundred wow a hundred that's not really uh it's not really anything here okay let's go back to there's really no search data on i mean there's not a lot of people searching this by the way um now we go back uh 12 months the 12 months look exactly similar to each other there's no big jump right now happening this isn't like this is the whole us by the way there's no big spike happening uh right now in comparison to at any point over the the 12 months but let's go the past five years zero hedge uh basically really nothing <laughs> okay it's all the in fact the biggest pop was was during um 2021 interestingly enough okay i would have actually thought it would have been maybe march of 2020 i mean it, it's it's very it's not popping at all this is not taking off this is not you know something crazy let's go to 2004 to now well you actually had more people back then searching for it um you do see us i'll give i'll give them this you see a little a little tick off but remember zero hedge look at what zero hedge had they had this thing jumping off the page i don't know where they got that from we just went through everything they, they have passed 12 months um they have all categories they have the us and they have this dotted blue line jumping off the page okay so let's go back here let's go past 12 months like like they did and uh all categories here we go uh it's just not jumping off the page. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it's, it's not. Um, you can go to YouTube search. Maybe the, the YouTube search not even jumping off the page. Web search. No, no, I'm sorry. This isn't happening. This is just not happening. Okay. Um, there was a news article probably in August on this day when you had 100. So shame on you, Zero Hedge. You're misleading, folks. To believe uh, because because you got a couple of quotes from Nick Jerley, who has been wrong for years on his YouTube channel. It's, it's all documented there. It gives out bad advice every single day to folks. Um, so you're just wrong. This is this is silly until we actually see it reflect in inventory. You will remain to be wrong. Uh, expectations on jobs remain to be wrong as well. Payroll soared by 336,000 in September, defying expectations for a hiring slowdown. Non-farm payrolls uh, increased 336,000 for the month, better than Dow Jones estimate of 170,000. Unemployment was 3.8% compared to the forecast of 3.7%. Uh-oh, uh, you know what this is gonna do with the 10 year? 10 year is gonna go uh, shooting back up here. And that's exactly what we've seen here so far this morning. We may hit 49 thing is screaming here folks 4.855 on the 10 year obviously the the jobs being it's just it's a stampede you can't stop these jobs it's crazy uh he keeps saying hey you know eventually this job market's gonna slow down the fed wants it to slow down this is not good news for the fed uh this is not good news for the stock market as this 10 year continue continues to go up uh just is going up in real time as i sit here it's 4.860 um this is not this is not good news. We were down to 4.7. Uh so up, you know, one uh, or you know, uh up from 4.7 to 4.86 all of a sudden here 
in short order this morning off of the news. Uh, this is this is where we're at right now. We're going to continue to see uh, the market have a reaction to things like this. The Dow right now is down 200 points. The S&P is down 40. Uh, NASDAQ's down 100 points. And, and of course, all of the bonds are up uh, with this reaction. The 10-year yield jumps back to near 16-year high after better than uh, expected jobs report. Okay, so um, there you go. The 30-year fix, I'd imagine, going into the weekend is, is going to pop uh, potentially again, maybe even hitting uh, a new a new high here, which we did uh, this week at 7.72 on Wednesday, 7.70. Uh, yesterday, seven point. Uh, I'm sorry, seven point six nine. Yesterday, seven point seven two was Tuesday. Seven point seven was Thursday. Uh, the thirty year. Look at this um, weekly. Seven point four nine, the highest since the year two thousand on the weekly. The seven point seven two was the on uh, Tuesday was the highest on the daily, on the thirty year fixed. Okay, so the higher for longer uh, is absolutely a reality. I can't wait till Monday till we see what's going on with inventory. Um, you know, if, if we've got any changes there, hopefully we have some increases there. And if you want to get the most out of everything that we're doing at BAM, join us on BAM X. We had a YouTube accountability group on Wednesday where you can take stuff like what we're doing right here, put it into your own local market. Uh, we also have new courses and content uploaded every single month, as well as our BAM X community. Join BAM X using code HOT to get 10% off. Use code HOT to get 10% off. I think next week, me and uh, is it next week? Yeah, it's next week. Me and Tom Tool are going to be doing a uh, a webinar, business plan planning webinar, and then we're going to have a BAMX after party in the community. Um, so if you're not a BAMX member, reminder to do that. Tom Tool and I, uh, Lisa's got to take off today, but we're going to be doing our Knowledge Brokers Pod uh, right after this. That'll be up over at the at Knowledge Brokers Podcast channel. So make sure you go subscribe to that. That'll be up at two o'clock later today. Make sure you're subscribed for BAM, of course, if you're not already, so you don't miss us on the hot sheet live every single day, Monday through Friday at the markets are open, 9.30 on the East, 6.30 on the West. We'll be back Monday, of course, and uh, we'll talking inventory amongst other news. I hope this free format Friday was valuable until Monday. Have a great day, great weekend. Until then, toodaloo.